Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the podcast that's always paying it to every attention to every other podcast there is, so we know what they're doing and when they're doing it and what promotions they have and what topics they're going to discuss and all over everything they're doing just so we can stomp all over them and crush them. Speaking of which, I have with me someone that routinely stomps all over any of his petition and crushes them. It's the one and only world's greatest podcasting co-host in history. It's Mr. Everett Farnell. It is so great to be here because today, as we record this, we are destroying the competition. They are crying, begging for mercy, flummoxed and flabbergasted about how we could possibly do a podcast at such the exact perfect time to just feel their thunder, yank the wind out from under their wings, and send them crashing to the ground in a fireball. That is, they're wondering, how are we always one step ahead of them? How do we always not only know what they're about to do, but we anticipate it and then we crush it? And of course, dear listener, what we're speaking about is what just happened this week with the whole impeachment nonsense thing against Donald Trump, where amazingly perfect timing as they are finishing up their useless, meaningless, repeating everything over and over and over and over again debate, quote, debate, on whether they should impeach Trump or not. Then they started the voting, and just as they're doing the voting, look on the split screen of the monitor, look who's now coming out on stage after, oh, they came out with the vice president and his son and his other son and the governor. And the, yeah, are they doing the vote yet? Are they doing the vote? No, that I'm not going out yet. Somebody <laughs> else up there to introduce me. Okay, Ivanka goes up there. Okay, the secretary of the interior of the whatever goes up. Are they doing the vote? Now they're about to start the vote. Now I'm going on, and Boom! Donald Trump is right there in a rally surrounded by tens of thousands of adoring fans and more outside watching and this and that and all over national TV as they do the ridiculous charade of a vote on impeachment. And as he's in the middle of the rally, somebody hands him the results so they pop up in front of him or whatever. And he's like, oh, look, here are the results. Oh, look. We got every single Republican. We didn't lose one of them, blah, blah, blah. He is in real time seeing seeing the results of the impeachment, and he's stomping all over them right there as they do it. And Pelosi's got to be sitting there disgusted going, damn, we can't even impeach the guy and have it even be the main thing in the news for one second. He's already stomping on us in front of a national audience immediately. How does he keep doing that? Damn it, Donald Trump. You keep getting me no matter what we do. 
And that's the lesson this week from Donald Trump is pay attention to your competitors, your opponents, whoever's against you and out to get you and out to stop you. You've heard the saying, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Donald Trump is paying such close attention to what's going on, unless you think that on the spur of the moment, suddenly he just had a rally going in wherever the hell it was. He had to set up, oh, the Secret Service has to go in advance, and then he's got to put out the email to the list and get 10,000 people to show up, and he's got to book the place. He's got to get all the other people to show up to announce him and introduce him and whatever. And they coordinate all their schedules and he's got to get on the Air Force One. He's got to time it exactly. So if I leave at noon, should the rally be at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock? I don't know. When do you think the vote will be? And there's a lot that went on behind the scenes, dear listener, unless you think, oh, he just threw it together last second. How is that possible? It's a rally. You know, if he was throwing it together last second, it would be while the vote was going on, he did a tweet. Or while the vote was going on, he did a Facebook Live video from the Oval Office. Yeah, he did. It's, he's Donald Trump. He did it a hundred times more pronounced than that. He actually had an entire rally all put together for the exact day, the exact time this would happen. And so he could stomp all over his opponent, Nancy Pelosi, for pulling such a ridiculous maneuver. And, dear listener, that's the lesson learned this week. When you pay that much attention to what your opponent is doing, Bang! You can steal their thunder and stomp all over them. Is that not true, Everett? It's amazing because, as you said, he could have sent out a tweet. He could have done a Facebook Live. He could have, for the moment, done a press conference from the Oval Office. That takes probably a half an hour. You tell the press corps. They're at the White House. You tell the press corps we're doing a boom right in the Oval Office. They're there. Instead, he went something very creative and very dramatic. And very Trumpian. Yes, yeah. Well, see, what made it so fantastic was the drama that's associated with it. When he gets the results of the vote, he's standing in front of 10,000 or 20,000 or how many ever thousands of people who are all his supporters, and he says something, and they are just cheering and rallying. I mean, what kind of picture? And he obviously, when the president's doing one of those rallies, it supersedes anything that's going on. Some board, I, I mean, who, who are the news conferences? Even the press who hates him, CNN and MSNBC and these people who, who despise him, they still want rape. They're not going to show the dusty old hot of Congress where people are saying yay or pushing the button or whatever. They're not going to show that as opposed to showing the rally going on, which is exciting and energy filled. They're going to show the thing that's going to get the rating. So he stole the TV time right out from under him and he set it up so that when the results of the vote were announced, there were 10,000 supporters standing around him on the news, on TV, with the nation watching who were all screaming support for him, all foaming at the mouth with support for the president. This is a wonderful, amazing, well thought out, huge, if I could say it, demonstration of how to stay ahead of your competition. Another creative thing, and this comes actually from the fast food industry, a really fantastic creative thing that I heard a story about one time. There was a, I forget whether it was a Burger King or a Wendy's or what, opening up across the street from a McDonald's. It was a very busy corner, very busy McDonald's. So the McDonald's manager, the day that the new restaurant opened, the first day they were open, the McDonald's manager closed and on the marquee he said, we'd like to welcome whoever, Wendy's Burger King, whoever it was. Uh, we'd like to welcome our new neighbors, you know, blah, 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 blah. Please, in honor of today being their first day, go eat there today. And, you know, we're going to close our doors, and we would like you to go visit them today. Well, of course, that restaurant got so pummeled with a brand <laughs> new staff, and a brand new, it was a skeleton staff, and everybody was brand new, and there was nobody who was really trained. They got so pummeled that the entire town, everybody who ate there, was disgusted because they're waiting. I think it matters if to get their trained or a skeleton. They could have had everyone on duty and everyone been an expert. If they're going to get double the anticipated <laughs> business, they're going to get wiped out.
they're going to get slammed. And of course, the revenue lost in that one afternoon, of course, was more than made up for and not splitting business for years to come because everybody said, oh, you can't go there. That place sucks. They, you know, <laughs> my friends, it took my friend four hours to get his order of french fries from those idiots. No, no, no. We're going to go over here. Well, I guess that would be another lesson is to give your competitors so much business that it destroys their business. I'm not, that's a pretty that's a pretty risky. I mean, that's a ballsy. I, I commend that owner, that Wendy's or whatever it was. That's kind of ballsy. Uh, I, I'm not going to go that far as to suggest everyone should try that one. But I do like what Trump did. And, and the way to do what Trump did is when somebody else says, we're having our big fifth anniversary sale and a big event, you don't just sit there twiddle your thumbs and go, damn it, I wish it was our Oh, man, they're going to take all the business that day. No, what would Trump do? Trump would have an event the same day and call it anything he wants and make it bigger and have bigger prizes and more guests and a live band instead of recording music. He would just do it bigger. And the point, dear listener, is not exactly, um, now we're getting into the weeds of what you would do. The point is, before you can figure out what you would do, you need to pay attention meticulous, detailed attention to what your opponents are doing. So get on their email lists, get on their newsletter lists. I remember I learned this when I was pumping gas as a teenager, that the manager every week would leave the station. I remember the first time I was like, where's Vinny going? Oh, he's, uh, he goes around to all, he takes a clipboard, gets in his car, and he drives around to every other gas station in town, and he writes down, I mean, now I talk, write down clipboard. Listeners, if they're younger, don't even know what I'm talking about. Right now, you would just take out your smartphone, and you'd go drive by and take a photo of everyone's price thing and take it back and put it into a spreadsheet, and who knows how technology would do it. But the point is, he went out and tracked all of the prices of all the competitors across town. Then he came back and he knew how to price the gas in his gas station. And he was constantly doing that, driving around, paying attention to what everyone else did. And I have a feeling that every other gas station in town, the managers were not doing that. They were not driving around. They were not checking all the prices, supermarkets, gas stations. I don't care what kind of business it is. You need to be scouting out your competition. It's easier than it's ever been, dear listener, thanks to the Internet. Like I said, you can check out their website, check out their social media, like them on Facebook, follow all their stuff. It behooves you to do all this. That's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. Pay close attention. Keep your enemies closer so you can respond, react, and outdo them at every turn right when they think. I mean, Pelosi's got to, this has got to be the biggest thing she's ever orchestrated in her entire life. The impeachment of the president, and yet Donald Trump comes right out at the same time and stomps all over the news. Brilliant. You can only do what he did if you know what they are doing, if you know what your competition is doing. Exactly. That's the lesson learned this week from Donald Trump. Pay attention to what your competitors are doing. Now, that, as always, is a fantastic tip. And as always, dear listener, for you, we have an advanced tip that takes that many, many levels above and gives you a really killer strategy to implement this to practically wipe out your competition, not just stomp on them once. We're talking about a system that will wipe them out. For that, you go, as always, to the website LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. You'll get that advanced tip, and you will not only be able to respond and react, you'll be able to wipe out 
your competition, which, by the way, I suggest you get over there and get it before one of your competitors does, because then they're going to take it, and they might just wipe you out, and we don't want that happening to our dear listeners, do we? Speaking of which, we also want to see you back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.